Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Welcome everyone, it's so wonderful to be with you on this kind of rainy autumnal day. I'm here in Brooklyn and it's been such warm and mild weather, quite unseasonable for this time of the year, but also a real joy to be able to experience some deep sunshine and just be outside in some really clear skies and really golden amber burnished trees. This episode today is a little bit of a bonus actually. The primary episode that I'm releasing this week is the Artstrology episode with the amazing Britton LaRue. That episode is all about the invitations of the astrology of this season and really exploring them from our creativity, letting astrology inspire us and expand our possibilities for the way that we create, what we check out and get inspired by, artists that we're into, and just starting to connect to these seasonal sign energies from a place of play and magic and just our process. So, if you haven't downloaded or checked out that episode, it's episode number six. It's called The Artstrology of Scorpio Season with Britton LaRue. And that will be linked in the show notes down below, or you can see it on iTunes or Spotify or any platform that you use. This episode is actually just our new moon reading for this lunar cycle. As you know, I started this podcast with a new moon reading last new moon, which was somewhere, say, second or third week of October. I think it was the second week, actually. And in that previous episode, I talked a lot about creative flow and using our connection to the moon to make art. In this episode, I'm just going to be giving the new moon reading. So with all collective readings, it's really helpful to remember that your intuition is front and center in this process. If there's a message that comes through that feels resonant, wonderful. If it doesn't, also wonderful. Really just listen to your intuition and try to connect with that first. 
take what resonates and leave the rest. So <clears throat> without further ado, let's get started. So I asked the question, what are we being invited to in this lunar cycle? In this new moon, what are we being invited to step into on our creative journeys? Because these readings are really focused on our creativity, focused in a way that recognizes creativity is not isolated, but is actually interwoven with every aspect of our lives. These readings, though, are meant to emphasize maybe an aspect of our lived experience that doesn't typically get the space, which is our creativity and our expression. So it centers questions and explorations in that area of our lives. So the question was, what invitations um, are being presented to us essentially on our creative journey at this time? And the cards that came up were the Page of Pentacles and Justice. So the deck that I'm using is the Solera Occult Tarot, which is a very playful, whimsical, and very autumnal deck, which I thought was awesome for the messages that came through this reading. And it was the Page of Pentacles and Justice that came through. So the messages that are being shared, the invitations that are being shared at this lunar cycle is to really, really place our attention and energy in play. <laughs> to really let the small things those seemingly easily unnoticed things gather our attention and our energy and let us kind of explore them with curiosity and wonder really really leaning into playfulness in our creative processes one of the other cards that kind of came through was an oracle card that said, feed your artist, which I love this idea that essentially our inner artist needs replenishment. It needs revitalization. And to do that, we need to do the things that really really bring us that sense of play, that bring us that wonder, that that are just for us in large part, and just because it lights us up and is interesting and fascinating and sweeps us up and just kind of gets us interested. I think about, you know, little children, and I work with a lot of kids, how sometimes when they're really into something, they're so immersed, right? It, it could be anything. It could be a snail. It could be, uh, you know, three notes on a piano. And they just play those three notes like they're the, the world's greatest treasure. <laughs> I think about what is the world's greatest treasure to you at this moment. 
And I know that that's really, really challenging because this justice card came through and was like, hey, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of heavy stuff at the moment. There's a lot of things, especially for those of us who are in the United States, we're really feeling a lot of uh, collective energies and the weight of those collective energies and a lot of thoughts around social justice. All that is coming through really deeply. And when I see these two cards together, the word and comes up because we are infinite and limitless in our capacity to experience things. We can experience all sorts of seemingly contradictory and totally disparate experiences. And we can hold them in our being. And we are supported in that across all sorts of dimensions with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of help, which is really important. And is going to come to this next part of the reading in a second. But this and, you know, the page of pentacles and justice. It's like you can be exploratory and playful and find small wonders and treasures throughout your daily life. And be present with what's going on in the world. It's possible. It's very, very, very much possible. They're not uh, contradictory. And in some ways, you know, I saw these cards and the Page of Pentacles was really directed towards justice. In many ways, it is our ability to place our attention and our energy and to find the magic in the world that helps us actually show up and share our magic. And that's a hard concept for a lot of folks to accept and embrace. I know it's really, really challenging at times. Or maybe you just feel fine with that. That's okay, you know? But I know that it can be, it can be challenging to stand in the truth that your play is powerful. That your magic, even in its everyday small explorations, is essential to our world and essential to the overall well-being and safety and equality of all sentient life on this planet. So, what can this really look like? Because I'm one of those folks who just, I get back to, you know, what are some practical things? That's just kind of the way that I come back to things sometimes. One of the practical ways that this can look like is kind of doing things that feel good. And I know that that sounds super cliche, and I'm still going to own it. It's really a matter of centering yourself. (laughs) Yeah, not easy, right? (laughs) But centering yourself. So maybe you're really interested at this moment in 
you know, this one plant and you want to explore working with this plant spirit. That could be a very page of pentacles thing because you're not necessarily considering, okay, how am I going to monetize this? How, what's this going to look like in my overall career path? What are people going to think? <laughs> None of that. This is really for you. Centering yourself. This is an exploration based off of your own magical magnetism. You're drawn to things naturally. Follow that. Follow what you're, you're feeling drawn to during this lunar cycle. Let go of rules or expectations. What should or should not be. Whether or not you should be paid for it. All that stuff is stuff. I'm not going to deny it, you know. But I am going to set it to the side. Because we're, we're in this page. This page way of being. That's the invitation, right? Recognizing that invitations are expansive. They allow us to access things that maybe are rather challenging for us to access normally or we just don't necessarily that's not a well-worn path or our default way of moving through the world so the page of pentacles is our invitation and the page like a child if you think of who really can't help themselves they're literally magnetically drawn to what it makes them happy and feels good, they will go there. They'll do it. And sometimes to the detriment of the grown-ups around them. And we need to release the grown-up for a while. Let the grown-up relax. Let the grown-up take a break from, you know, trying to oversee and maybe control that kind of almost chaotic, wild connection that the inner child has to the world, the page of pentacles has to the world, and uh, let the inner child roam and wander and explore. Let that go where that needs to go. And I, I do really think of it as playful. And this is relative to what you do for your income and what you consider as your career. And what you consider as your, you know, this is what I do. <laughs> this is a really important piece to play that I think doesn't get talked about very much in, you know, the articles and stuff and YouTube videos and things that I've seen about trying to incorporate play and, and, and creativity into our lives. It's relative to what you actually do that you center your grown-upness in. <laughs> so if you are a painter and that is, say, how you earn your income or it's an aspect of your grown-up identity or your career, I'm not saying don't paint, but I want you to consider that if it's going to quickly go down that path of, okay, here's these things that I'm sharing with my audience and this is this thing that I'm painting and I'm getting into that well-worn path of what I'm sharing publicly. Just consider 
that play might look a little differently for you and follow that difference. (laughs) Follow it. Don't follow necessarily the path of creativity that is super etched in a deep, deep road that's well-worn. Maybe if you're a painter and you're like, yeah, I've been checking out this book. It's really interesting to me. I want to read more about this. Cool. Read more about that thing. You know, maybe you're exploring spirals and you're just like drawing a bunch of spirals and all these spirals don't make any sense to you. Great. Do it. If it makes you feel good and you're having a good time. Yeah, do it. Um, Other ways that this can look in a very practical way, which is ironic, (laughs) talking about play and then bringing it back to the practical space, but I want to give you some examples, some tangible examples for this reading. Another way this could look like is following modalities that have nothing to do with your typical ways of expressing yourself. So for example, I do a lot of work in sound. And I use, you know, playing the piano or singing or drumming or, you know, any number of uh, percussion instruments as my main vehicles for expression, modalities and mediums. Great. Maybe at this time, you know, lately, personally, I've been really exploring um, themes around death. I know that's, you're like, wait, how's that playful? But it is for me playful because death is not something that I have typically accessed um, in a playful way. And so it's something that I want to explore for myself. Personally, for me, sketching is a really, really big part of playfulness and like painting and drawing. Visual art in general is very playful for me. So it's very relative what is playful for you and what is not. You have to kind of ask yourself, what are the rules and expectations that you hold about your creativity? And this is where justice also comes in. What are the rules and expectations that you hold about your creativity? And then instead of following those rules and expectations, etc., that you may unconsciously uphold or consciously uphold, who knows? Try doing things that make you feel good. And if they at any point thwart those general rules or expectations that you hold about your creative expression, that is okay. That's what this invitation is sharing with us in this lunar cycle. So now we get into what might hinder us from answering this invitation. What might challenge us and what might help us grow? Because I do like to think of these hindrances and these these areas of blockages is actually the known world that our minds are aware of and how we step past that. So they're actually these marker points in my mind for expansion and for growth. So what we got was the two of wands and the seven of cups. So there's going to be a lot A lot of external stuff vying for your energy and your attention during this lunar cycle. Uh, You don't really need to be psychic. (laughs) You don't need to be tapping into psychic gifts to know that, but that's what's coming through. 
you know, we have this Seven of Cups, which for those of you who are familiar with the Rider-Waite-Smith tarot deck, the Seven of Cups has many cups. There are all sorts of magnificent and awesome things in the cups. And for me, that's like spreading of energy. It's like your energy has been spread too thin and you're kind of getting into a one, a FOMO place, like fear of missing out. There's just all these things being presented and you're like, oh, I gotta get on that thing and that thing and that thing. And also the things in your environment, in your external environment are vying for your attention. And I don't mean like your children necessarily or your job, though those could be the things in the cups, but really looking at what other people are doing. So, so many artists on this podcast have talked about what advice they'd give their younger selves and many of them have stated that what they would have given their younger artist selves that advice is to basically stay in your own lane <laughs> and so when we get the seven of cups and there's all these mesmerizing exciting things that we see in our external environment it can really speak a lot to all the streams of stimulation and information that are coming through to you. You know, maybe that's people on Instagram, maybe that's the news, maybe that's podcast, maybe that's a lot of things. You know, maybe it's even this podcast, whatever. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff coming through that's going to take your attention and energy away from yourself and your own kind of inner knowing about what lights you up and what makes you feel freedom and enjoyment and replenishes you and feeds you and what your inner child, what your child artist self is fascinated by. How can you connect to that wonder while still being kind of surrounded by all that's going on around you. So that's a little bit of what the Seven of Cups is. And this Two of Wands is super interesting because in this deck, this Two of Wands has the typical wands that you see on either side and this kind of looking out into the world and this kind of visioning energy. But what it has is it's almost like this kind of Pope or Bishop-like figure holding this world and they're standing between two wands before a window. And what kind of came through with this card was this idea of this vision actually not really serving our highest and best in this moment. Less about the long, the long-range plans, less about you know, where you're headed and more about where you're headed, where you are now is the page of pentacles. So we have this kind of, this caution that says, hey, it's really easy to start looking into the future and start visioning, but that's not now actually in this lunar cycle. Not with this page of pentacles whose presence is squarely fixed in what's the joy of this moment. So that's the challenge. And now we get into hidden realms of support. This could be guides. This could be 
ancestors, this could be community, this could be something within yourself, but what hidden, hidden support is present that's going to help you answer this invitation? And really what came through was this inner compass of self really connecting to what you feel very grateful for. And I know this sounds kind of odd because you're like, oh, oh, they're going to go into gratitude. Yes, I'm going to go a little into gratitude here. What's really coming through this two of cups is this inner compass of gratitude. Because what you feel grateful for is what's feeding you in a sense. What you feel grateful for is what's nurturing you, is what's lighting you up, is what's replenishing you. You know, one of the cards was feed your artist. Play, explore, try things, be silly, activate in new ways that you feel, you know, called to do. These things are all part of your inner knowing, your inner compass. And when you feel gratitude and you notice that, that really shows you, hey, this is this is something. This is something I'm really connected to. The other thing that came through was feeling freedom. When do you feel free? How do you feel free? Notice that within yourself. You know, we had this justice card it was, it was part two of the invitation. And when we think about justice and that idea of freedom, what makes you feel free? What things are you doing where you feel free? Do those things. <laughs> and I realize that's really relative from day to day and moment to moment. So yeah, you're going to have to kind of connect to that presence. It's not a future thing. It's not a past thing. It's like, what in this moment, you know, really connects me to my sense of freedom? So this is the messages for this lunar cycle. And I think that as you kind of go through this, maybe this is something you do all the time and you've done this for a while. Awesome. So you'll know what I'm talking about throughout this reading. And maybe this is totally new to you. That's cool too. So Connecting with gratitude is going to be really, really helpful. It's going to be this hidden superpower, this lunar cycle. And there's a twofold invitation to that work, that superpower. One is that you're going to obviously connect to your inner knowing. But the other part of it is, is that you're going to be essentially recalibrating your system recalibrating and realigning with the things that you love and the things that bring you joy. And that's a huge gift, right? Because then that kind of sends you on a different path. I also am getting a really strong message to remind you about your guides and that aspect of hidden support. Because what the card that came through was the Two of Cups. And your guides think of your guides in this. Those little trickles and tingles and feelings when you get a sense of what 
what brings you freedom or what makes you feel playful or joyful or excited or curious. Those little things here and there sprinkled throughout the universe are connected to your higher guidance. They're connected to your guides. And the ways that our guides show us hidden aspects of ourself, it's a mirror of sorts. When you see that beautiful tree in the park and you feel enamored with it and you just want to play under it, that is like a little piece of you that your guides have reminded you of and shared with you, reflecting your inner beauty and magic in the outside world. And when you go and play, you are reconnecting with that lost or hidden part of self. So connect to your gratitude, connect to your sense of play, express whatever needs to be expressed, and know that your guides are sprinkling some of this magic throughout the universe for you to reclaim and find once again these small treasures in the outside world that are a reflection of the deeper treasures that you hold within you. I hope this reading was helpful. I hope that this lunar cycle treats you with love and kindness and support and deep play. Thank you so much for joining me for today's reading. And if you would like to support this podcast and these readings and the community that we're building around the Art Witch podcast, go ahead and visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash soundartmagic. Thank you all so much for listening and for all of your reviews and ratings and just spreading the word on social media. It's really been huge and I just really appreciate all of your support and connection. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.